Welcome to the 34 Circe Salon. We journey from the ancient world to the cosmos. Take the adventure. Take the adventure with us. With us. With us. With us. Welcome to a bonus mini episode of the 34 Circe Salon. In this bonus episode, Dr. Gary Stickle tells us how he got the nickname the real life Indiana Jones. Gary, tell us a little about yourself and tell us a little bit about Indiana Jones. Sure. Um, well, uh, I got my BA, MA, and PhD at UCLA, and, uh, and then I taught at three state universities around here, Cal State, Long Beach, and so on. Uh, and then I went back and taught for about 20 years at UCLA. And um, 1981, it's been a, it's been a while, obviously, um, and this young woman came into my class. I was teaching a night course, and she wanted to know if she could sit in, and I said, sure. Um, and uh, turned out she was from Lucasfilm, and she was gathering research to create the character of Indiana Jones. And so afterwards, she asked me for a reading list on archaeology, <clears throat> asked me numerous questions about archaeology and so on. Did um, you know that she was doing that, that she was actually gathering information for that movie? No, she actually misrepresented herself. She told me she was a student at USC in the film school, and, and she was gathering information for a project she wanted to do over there. Uh, I only wow. found out it was this... Uh, amazing movie when she invited me to the premiere, which, uh, the premiere of her little documentary film. School yeah. Film. And I, I fully thought it was going to be a little student film with maybe 20 or 30 people there, friends and family and everything. And, uh, and then she said, uh, well, it's going to be at this uh, studio, you know, um, the, um, what is now Sony studios, you know, mm-hmm. uh, MGM, right. Right, right. Uh, and, uh, you know, down in Culver City. Went down there fully expecting a little screening room, but no, it's in a big theater. <clears throat> and then uh, I got there early, so just a few people. And I thought, well, okay, she got a big theater. Good for her. But then the whole theater fills up. I found out later with the cast and crew, you know, minor cast and crew. You know, Harrison Ford wasn't there. And then the movie comes on, you know, Raiders of the Lost Ark and... After I saw the movie, I said, my God, this is going to be a huge hit. Had Uh, you heard about the movie? You know, the world is so different in 1981. Had you heard anything about this upcoming? You know, now we hear about films a year or two years ahead as soon as they're in production. And people tweet about it and put it on Instagram. None of those things existed in 1981. Did you know anything about this movie? No, I I knew nothing about it. Um, Uh And uh, but, you know, after I saw the film, I called her the next day and I said, you know, come on, this is not a student film. Uh, you know, it's a major <laughs> film. For, where's my, did you say, where's my check? Yes, <clears throat> because I, I said, you know, it's for Lucasfilm, which at the time was the uh, richest production company on the planet coming off the success of Star Wars. So I thought, you know, this is this is really not fair to get this from free, uh, you know, get this, all this information. I gave her a lot of information. I mean, she... Like, uh, give me some examples of what we see in the film that you uh, 
that really come from stuff that you taught or that uh, so well, part she, of your background, perhaps. She uh, uh, took notes and recorded, you know, my three-hour night course, which is like a week's worth of lectures, really. And then she asked me all these subsequent questions and asked for a reading list and blah, blah, blah. Uh, and so in the film, uh, Harrison Ford plays a professor at a college. Um, and interestingly, you know, he he happened to have the same color hair that I do, or I did, I should mm -hmm. say. It's no longer okay. my color. Uh, and, uh, and, and they have more glasses, and I, I wore glasses then. I still wear glasses. Um, and then the opening scene where he's in his classroom, he writes the word Neolithic on the blackboard and misspells it, which is what uh -huh. I did the night that she recorded me because I vividly remember that. And I, I'm a notorious bad speller. And so my students okay. used to laugh and I, I don't mind if they're laughing at me because if they're laughing at me, they're enjoying the class and they're paying attention, you know? Right, right. So I don't mind uh, be laughed at. That's fine. Uh, and uh, so the other thing is they happen to have the word Mescaliton Island written on the blackboard. Well, that's also associated with me because Mescaliton Island is this former island up by UC Santa Barbara, where I taught UCLA's field school in archaeology in 1969. Wow. And uh, I mean, you know, the class was headed up by a professor in the department, but but he didn't want to do the hands-on field work, you know, directing the, the students. He wanted to, mm -hmm. he was analyzing a site he had excavated and he had the collection at UC Santa Barbara. So he put me in charge of teaching the whole class. So in effect, I taught it, uh, even though I was just a, uh, you know, a student aide or what do you call it? Um, blanking on the term now. Um, but uh, teacher's assistant. Yeah, I was like a teacher's yeah. assistant, but essentially yeah. I taught the course. <clears throat> and uh, so I thought that was interesting that they picked up on that and they used that on the blackboard. And the only way they could have known about Skeleton Island is through me because it's. So you didn't have it directly on the board. They somehow found out about. I that may location. have had it on the board that night. I don't remember. Maybe she got it from that. It's been too long. I can't remember. But at any rate, it's notable to me that they ha they have it on the blackboard, you know. So they got that from you. What else about Indiana Jones did they get from uh, just being around you? How often did she come? Did she just come to one class? Did she come to Yeah, she classes? just came to one class, but she called me many times after that for the next two weeks. Okay. And I kept giving her information. How's an archaeologist do this? How's an archaeologist do that? She wanted a reading list, which eventually I found out that reading list in archaeology went to Harrison Ford. I don't know if you ever read anything of it, but I I had on there, uh, you know, references to uh, introductory textbooks to archaeology and that sort of thing. Mm -hmm. but I so they got told, a lot of info. Uh -huh. Yeah, I, to me, I gave them a lot of input. Um, and uh, even the line, they're digging in the wrong place. You know, I, I gave them that line, which... Uh -huh. which which they denied, you know, would deny today if you contacted them. But I, I gave them that line. Uh, uh, didn't you also have a fear of snakes that came into play? Yeah, with, I did, uh, particularly rattlesnakes. I've actually, uh, on a archaeological survey, you know, where you're going out looking for sites. One time mm -hmm. I was uh, 
struck by a rattlesnake that I startled. Uh, fortunately, I was wearing high boots, and he hit the boot and, and didn't bite me. But it, wow! But it, it's it scared the hell out of me. Let me tell you. So uh, yeah, I I do have a a marked fear of snakes. So that came into the character. So and did they ever give you credit for it? Did they, did they credit you in the movie at all? Well, um, yes and no. I mean, you know, I I said, come on, uh, I'm in essentially a technical advisor for the film. And uh, she admitted to me that she's, uh, you know, um, her, her name was Deborah Fine, by the way. Mm-hmm. Uh, F-I-N-E. I, I don't know if she's still at Lucasfilm, but uh, she was at the time. I would have been happy to get a, you know, I should have been technical advisor because I was the only archaeologist. She admitted that the only archaeologist they ever consulted for the film or, or the series, mm-hmm. really. Um, and uh, and I would have been satisfied with a few thousand dollars, but like friends of might have said, I gave a major input on the film, and that's worth more than a few thousand dollars, especially a film that's made a hundreds of millions, if not a billion, by now. Yeah, um, no, that that film is done quite well for itself and with uh, some thanks to your archaeological input. But to answer your question, so she told me, um, and uh, I can actually read the letter they sent me, which I have framed in my home office here where I'm uh, speaking to you now. Um, Mm -hmm. And uh, it's dated June 12, 1981, Lucasfilm letterhead. Address to Dr. Gary Stickle. Dear Gary, I've checked with both producers of our film, meaning Lucas and Spielberg, okay? Mm -hmm. I've checked with both producers of our film, Raiders of the Lost Ark, and they have no objection to the UCLA Extension Division mentioning in their next catalog the fact that you gave us assistance on the archaeological research for the film. We leave the precise wording to you in UCLA Extension. We are only concerned with avoiding the suggestion that you were a technical advisor on the entire film since no one has such a credit on the film. But get this, she goes on to say, but it's fine with us if you say that you contributed research and or advice on that part of the film dealing with archaeological terminology, dialogue, etc. Wow. Well, at least you have the letter and you have your now, I'd say, common Hollywood experience. Uh, many <laughs> yes. of us have actually got gone through a similar type of thing. So, well, yeah, let's not thank you for sharing that. To, uh, be ripped yeah. off by Hollywood. So, uh, but, yeah, no. you know, I, uh, and, and then she goes on to say, um, which is, you know, kind of historic, really. Uh, I want to thank you again for your assistance. I hope by mentioning the film in the catalog, it will help promote enrollment in your classes. At least it shouldn't hurt since we expect the film to be a huge success based on the reviews and publicity prior to its opening today. So it opened nationwide on June 12, 1981. Wow. Wow. Okay. Okay. So I think the letter is kind of historic in Hollywood from that point of view. Okay. I think we'll have to see if we can get a picture of it, maybe put it up on the site so people can see it. Yeah, that'd be great. That's why, by the way, when I made the discovery of the oldest site in the greater Los Angeles area, which I named the Farpoint site after an episode in Star Trek. <laughs> so Okay. And uh, Farpoint in the Star Trek series was the farthest point that the Federation had reached in the universe. And, and uh, my site belonged to the Clovis culture, which um, 
is the oldest identifiable culture in the new world, meaning... And so when you uh, say site, you're talking about an archaeological location. Yeah, it's in Malibu, and uh, and the site dates back to 13,000 years ago. So anyhow, the London Times did an article about it in 2009, and so that's why they entitled the article, The Real Life Indiana Jones and the Mansion of Doom. <laughs> you know, that's it, good. You know, a play on the Temple of Doom movie, you know. We'll have to link to that as well. So yeah, if you can send me a link, I'll see where I can put that on our our uh, podcast page, so people. Yeah, well, can thank see you, it. thank you. Thank you for joining us on our bonus mini episode on the real life Indiana Jones. Join us again for more interesting conversation. I'm Sean Marlin Newcomb. Take care. Thank you.